Big ol' business, bitch, I mix the henna with the sample. Yeah, we here, we here. Today is going to be a shorter podcast. I've been doing some thinking, and I need to stop putting so much pressure on myself to, you know, make a long-ass podcast and make a bunch of clips for my YouTube and blah, blah, blah. I just need to let myself, you know, discuss the topics that I want to talk about, whatever I'm feeling that day, and go from there, especially... If I'm trying to do Monday through Friday, it makes it a, a little difficult if I try to cram in a bunch of topics in every day because then I got to think of a bunch of topics. I got to talk about them all. I got to edit the videos. I got to upload everything. And it takes a lot of time. So definitely when I get a, when, when this thing gets bigger, uh, hopefully come across a team. I can create a team that helped me do that because a lot of YouTubers and podcasters, you know, they got clips channels. They got a... Uh, and they got people working behind closed doors doing a lot of that uh a lot of that kind of work to help them spread the um to spread the podcast to spread the content around so today is going to be the first episode where it's kind of shorter because there's only one topic that's really been on my mind and that topic is drugs and creation or drugs and artistry they seem to be they seem to have gone hand in hand forever really um i don't know if a lot of people subscribe to the thought that the bible was written by i forget who it was or who they were but the bible was written by people that were high on shrooms and you know they were just documenting their 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 perception of what life is or whatever the stories that they saw pretty sure that's a belief i don't know how many people subscribe to that but it seems that a lot of people or a lot of people that are like at the top of whatever medium whatever artistic medium they are in whether it be music whether it be uh you know painting or all I can really think is mu- of music. Oh, writing. Uh, definitely literature. But there seems to be a, a thread that runs through people that are able to allow you to feel what they are trying to portray much deeper than normal, if that makes sense. So, all right. For instance... One of my favorite rappers who passed away, um, coincidentally, from drugs was Mac Miller. Mac Miller was an astonishing artist. Um, If you look at his album, Watching Movies with the Sound Off, he made that when he was 21, I believe. I'm pretty sure he was 21 years old. And the depth of that album is just unmatched. You don't find albums like that in hip-hop or in rap hardly ever. Um, It's just, there's so many layers to it. And then also, around that same time, he dropped the mixtape Faces. And if any of you have heard Faces, it's damn near near might be his best project. And it's a mixtape. And it's pretty much half of it or more is all about drug use and you know, the battle between light and dark, you know, that's pretty much all Mac Miller's music is, is a battle between addiction 
but he still somehow, you know, finds a, a little crack to seep through to create something while he's in that uh in that state. So like the way I think of it is somebody like him who is addicted to drugs, you know, they're constantly out of their mind or out of their body even, depending on the drugs. They're constantly in a different space, mentally, whatever. But the real, the people who are able to use drugs and create wonderful, wonderful works, they usually, while they're in that dark space or, you know, that, that high, it's almost like there's like a door in, in that dark space and it's just cracked open just slightly and it's almost like they squeeze in through that little crack of the door and while they're there they create you know whatever artistry that they're into and then they exit the door and then what's left is what we hear and what we see i think mac miller did a did an amazing job at um using his drugs and not letting the drugs use him i say that and ironically he passed away from drugs but you know that technically wasn't really his fault it was a uh yes it was an overdose but it was i'm pretty sure it was fentanyl laced but then there's also artists like the weekend the weekend made the album trilogy or the three albums when he was like 22 maybe a little older maybe a little younger but he was pretty fucking young to to think that somebody that young because i remember when i was 22 it was four years ago but i could have never thought of myself making such a beautiful piece of work that is going to stand the test of time forever at 22 because i was worried about um you know finding a job do i stay in school do i finish it uh you know i was living on my own None of these are excuses, but, you know, I was worried about what I thought I'm supposed to worry about at 22. And maybe that's part of the problem. But somehow, every so often, there's people who are able, openly able to partake in drug use or abuse, however you want to view it, but still create wonderful works of art. Um, There is... There are writers that are known to be alcoholics. Charles Bukowski, Edgar Allan Poe, of course. Um, I play chess, so I know a lot about chess grandmasters and chess players. Tons and tons of them were alcoholics, and tons are alcoholics right today. It's just, it's almost like these altering states allow you to open your mind and see things and numb all the bullshit that we think about and that we deal with on a regular day. Alcohol is good at just numbing that. So what's left is, you know, kind of a clean slate where you're able to just focus on what you're doing. And some people are really good at that. And I've always noticed that drugs seem to play a huge role in wonderful works of art. But that's not always the case. Of course, that's not always the case. You don't have to do drugs. I'm just saying it seems that, you know, 
a lot of the times people are under the use of a lot of drugs and maybe this is just my mind because I'm I'm always thinking about music and musical artists like for instance Lil Wayne is one of the best rappers of all time um undisputedly and he's known to smoke a shit ton of weed drink a ton of lean I don't know how much he drinks nowadays but you know he was one of the pioneers in the mid to late 2000s of drinking lean um I'm sure he's took many many pills but you know he's one of the greatest and it was obvious and he was open about his drug use you know he rapped about it all the time in rap in general like drug drug use and drug abuse is just uh it's just super common in rap so that's kind of a scapegoat when I talk about that but yeah I know a lot about chess too a lot of chess grandmasters they're alcoholics and a lot of them end up losing their mind because, you know, eventually your chess skills dwindle and, you know, father time takes its toll over time. And when you're not able to remain as sharp as you once were and your your mind begins to dull, but you're still trying to, you know, battle with these addictions while playing chess, it really fucks with your mind. And a lot of people end up losing their mind. Paul Morphy, Bobby Fischer. Uh, Mikhail Tao was an alcoholic and smoked hella cigarettes. Who else lost their mind? Many players, many players. I don't know why I noticed these things. And I've even, you know, it's kind of seen in my own life. Like I see people who smoke weed, they act totally different and they're able to do things they wouldn't normally do because it gives them like a boost of confidence or something like that. But for some reason, I've never been able to do it. Um, Smoking weed, uh, it just doesn't work for me. And it's, I wish it could because I'm always overthinking and I'm always just in my head. And I I understand that weed can help you with that. But for some reason, it just tortures me. It drives me crazy. Like it, it makes my overthinking worse, honestly. And uh, I did have a little, a few months spurt of drinking alcohol and writing. You know, I wanted to be a writer heavily a few years ago. I still have dreams of writing a book and a few books and creating movies from my stories, things like that. I don't know why I'm not doing it. But when I was really, really into it, there was some times where I would drink some Whiskey, I noticed that whiskey is, for some reason, the best at opening my mind and allowing me to create uh, wonderful works on the paper. But when I would, when I was heavy into writing, there was a few times where I drank and it, it does just like, it's almost like the words just flow out of the pen and I don't even have to really try. It's really weird. You know, I could make the same work sober but it just makes it a lot easier because it it just numbs everything else and you're allowed to just focus on that but the reason I choose not to keep you know using that method of creating is because it's 
one, I don't even like drinking really. It's disgusting. And it's just so bad for your body. I'm already out of shape and, you know, uh, unhealthy. And if I, I, if I add a drinking addiction, you know, not, not to mention the financial aspect, but if I added a drinking addiction to myself, I would feel like absolute garbage. And you kind of, that's what I feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong is they feel the need to keep doing it or else, you know, the crashes and the come downs make you feel like shit. So if you just keep keeping up with it, it'll never catch up to you. And I just don't want to, I just don't want to go down that path. Um, I noticed that it does help me be creative in a way, but it's just not good for me. And I, I'm, I'm aware of that. There was a few times where I've tried to, you know, make videos or stream and take a few shots or whatever. And yeah, it makes you a little bit looser, blah, blah, blah. But then the come down, it just I just don't like the garbage feeling. And I'm not one to be drinking all day to constantly feel it. So I can't do it, but... I'm sure that there's a lot of you who one of your favorite artists is probably known for taking drugs and they're able to create just a lot. They're able to create um, works of art that are a lot deeper than others for whatever reason. It's like they pull from from their experience in that alternate state. I remember um, I forgot where I saw it. Maybe just like a Vice a video uh, on YouTube from Vice. There's this lady, I think she's Japanese, and she has this rare disorder or disease where she hallucinates 24-7. That's fucking insane. So, like, she's seeing different colors, patterns, blah, blah, blah. She hallucinates 24-7, and she's an artist. She converts what she sees, and she converts her real-life experience into work, into arts or works of art. And the rooms, like she'll take a, a a completely blank room, like a white room, it's all white, and then she'll paint all over it, and it, it'll just be like interesting things that you probably would never think of when you're sober. You know, her her in her case, she uh, she was blessed or cursed with that disorder or disease, but I don't think that's too far off from what others are experiencing with drinking alcohol. Smoking a lot of weed, popping pills, or combining all of it together and creating music or art. I don't know what that is. But, uh, it's just when you come across something, when you hear something beautiful or see something, at least me, I appreciate it a lot because I know trying to create something like that is very difficult especially if you have a mind that just overthinks and it feels like it's always you're always weighing yourself down because you're just thinking way too much it's really nice to see somebody break out of that spell almost and create in everything that they're feeling whether consciously or subconsciously it just naturally shows in their art you can hear it you can see it like i remember there's a line in uh one of the weekend songs let me try to remember it
oh, I forget what song it is, but he says, I'm on that shit that you can't smell, baby. Basically talking about essentially probably pills. You can't smell pills. You just pop them and you're high or whatever. But the way he says it and how he says it, you can just feel it. Like he's not lying. You can just tell he's not lying. He was probably on pill. There's a high chance he was on pills when he made the song. And damn, I just had a sneeze. But yeah, man. One of my favorite rappers also is Jay Electronica. Um, he does. He doesn't really make that much music, and I'm pretty sure it's because. He has an addiction to alcohol. I could just be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that's a, uh, people understand that about him. Maybe he's beaten it. I don't know. But I went to a concert of his, actually the only concert that I went to in Chicago. And he showed up like an hour and a half late, maybe two hours. And then the the performance was just super sloppy and he didn't really take his time and also like every song it was like every song he would start the song he would be rapping it and then he'd tell the dj to cut the beat off and then he would just rap acapella and that shit got annoying because i'm like bro i want to see you perform i want to see you rap these songs yourself and you're having us rap with you i mean who knows it could have been because he was drunk and not trying to throw up so he he needed a break i don't know but his music is very deep and I know back in the day he also had drug addiction too. Just crazy. It's crazy how people can create beautiful things in that state. So I guess that's all I have to say for this podcast. I just wanted to talk about the the uh, prominent drug use in, in people who create art. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, this life doesn't matter who knows. So I guess you can just spend it how you want to. Um, and if you're creating art for others or even for yourself, I feel like that's a wonderful way to spend your life. So there you have it. That was the podcast for today. At least I'll try to make it little longer from here on out but we'll see i don't want to put any more i don't want to put a lot of pressure on myself i just want to i just want to chill when i do these there's there shouldn't be too much pressure i don't i always end up putting pressure on myself and it causes me to be stagnant because i never amount to what i what i thought of in my head but we're going to take baby steps thank you guys for watching And I will see you tomorrow in the next episode. Oh, I forgot to freestyle. Fuck. Got to end the podcast on a freestyle, of course. Uh. 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 Handshakes, hugs. You want me outside? You want to see me with pancakes and drugs? Take your fat ass to sleep. I'm in the candy-coated Grim Reaper Jeep. I'll put you to sleep. I'll put you six feet deep. A blaze a pound. I was come around. I let my top now. I could have played for the Washington Redskins. Six points for a touchdown. All right, that wasn't me. That was Riff Raff. 
one of the greatest freestyles of all time. But hey, we talked about drugs today. Hey, I need more hugs today. Hey, I need more love today. What do you say? Do you love me? Or do you love me not? Can you hug me? Can you rub my cock? And make me spit out my penis? Yeah, I'm a genius. All right, that's it.